0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: This is True Faith Podcast. Alex Hirst, joined by Simon Campbell and Ben Wade. Tonight we are here to talk to you about the transfer window, Newcastle. And Newcastle United's trip to Oxford this Saturday in the FA Cup. Later on, I'm going to be joined by two uh, away fans, as is the custom these days. Um, so, massive thanks to those lads, for coming on. Um, but first, lads, I think I'll start with you, Cy. Si. On a scale to partially off, to completely falling off, how far has your head fallen off? Because we haven't signed a player and we're not going to get promoted.
2: <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Being, being top of the league... And then a transfer window when we're not signing players compared to being like in a relegation battle yeah. and not
1: signing players. Well, we are second as well, disgracefully.
2: Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, no, because in previous years we've need, we've needed signings, we've desperately needed signings because the league position hasn't been good enough,
1: and we've just been so far off. Where or, or all the league position's been good enough, and or like you know that Kabai window when yeah, there's been or some, even even the Carver window when a couple of additions would have seemed all right. Yeah, we're sitting yeah. yeah. There's been times where we've been sat
2: eighth, and it's like, well, you might as well buy some players and try and get in the top six, yeah.
1: or just sit there and do L- nothing. And lose all
2: the games. <laughs> or equally, there's been relegation battles. Well, play had to go sure up front yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah, but this time round, where um, yes, signings would be nice, and I'd still like to see us get one or two, because two's as many as it would ever be. Um, we're second in the league. We're nine points ahead of third. We've won the last three games in supposedly an injury crisis with three players at the African combinations. I, I just don't, we, we don't need the signings. If we get through the whole window and don't sign one player, it's not the end of the world and we'll still get promoted. So, in that respect, it's not, there's no real need for people's heads to fall off if that's how you want to put it. Um, we, beat, we beat Birmingham, who are mid table in the cup the other day with three kids who've never played a, played a game for any club. Al oh, Marcells injury crisis nah, we're fine
1: Ben a lot of people are saying that we need you know we need players we need players do you think if we didn't sign anyone it would be that much of a catastrophe
3: Um, it's a whole to answer because I think we are a couple of injuries key injuries away from having a real tough second end of the season for example if Shelby went down we've seen while he's been out suspended we, we really lack
1: any sort of creativity in the middle On that point so si, I think you, you were telling me earlier something about that the, the you kind of disagree with the need to find a Shelby replacement Well
2: yeah, you know, if, if we talk about the idea people worry about how we perform without Shelby, there's no way in this transfer window, while we're at the championship we're going to find a, a player anyone near as good as Shelby if we're, if we're going to have to play games without Shelby we're going to have to play games without Shelby, we need to worry about the rest of the team, like it's gonna, yeah, w- cool. it's, it's, there's no way of replacing him, so why worry about it?
3: No, I, I agree with that, but the, it's not so much the issue of replacing Shelby. It's the who's going to step in uh, the creativity role. So it, I'm not saying it has to be a centre midfielder, but if Shelby goes out because he pretty much everything goes through him, if he's not going to be playing or if he's missing all even if he has a bad game, we need a, a, a another option, and. I mean, some for example, if Andros Townsend came, then at least we'd have, would be able to go down the wings and attack them wide, and you're not relying on someone in the middle pulling all the strings. You just need to get the ball wide and get the balls into the box. You've got to find another way of of working teams out. And I think at the middle at the minute we're too reliant on Shelby doing that for unlocking defenses.
1: Simon. <laughs> I was expecting you to come back to Ben there.
2: No, I, I don't know. How many goals did we score in the five games that Shelby wasn't playing? we still got like seven seven or eight what goals. Did we get? None
1: again, oh, lost, against Sheffield. Three against Black Forest. Three against Forest. Zero. Blackburn. One. And and two at Brentford. So two. So seven, three, six, seven and five. Six. six. and five. Okay. That does sound worse than I thought. But then again, it's, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because he, I don't think Shelby playing against Blackburn away changes anything. we created enough chances to win the game, but yeah, right? I don't yeah, think it necessarily would have mattered.
2: I think while it's, it's been quite. I think before Shelby's ban started, when we knew he was going to be out, we downplayed the impact it should have. Thought, ah, it's a mare, but this team's good enough. And I think the five games where he was missing were maybe missed him more than we thought we would. I think it's fair to say that. And when he came back against Birmingham, it was suddenly class again. Mm-hmm. And you can't understate the influence he has on the team. But I still think without him, our side's good enough. And as long as the rest of the players are there, I, I think just on that, I suppose on that point, you look
3: at the the game at the weekend where he, he didn't have that much no. involvement in the game did no. he but I suppose just having him there meant that they had a game plan for him and that meant that a lot of their attention went on him and as a result it opened yeah. opportunities for the players so Richie so, had, so Richie did, we, had we, one of his better we, games we did, That's that's the yeah. key you've got a player like Richie who's a very good player has been underperforming for a number of games and he's not been getting involved enough in the, in the games and I think, obviously, we've talked about the the involvement of Yedlin that unleashes him and takes Richie's, level at another, it's Richie's game to another level, but you, you need more of that. You need other players to, to step up, yeah. which I don't think they did enough during the period we lost Shelby.
2: I think um, we don't need Shelby for, for Rotherham at home. We don't need Shelby for Birmingham at home. Games like that, he was good, but we, we will need Shelby for the games we have in February, the three or four away games and is it three I, and four I, th- I
1: think you're I, th- I don't know if you're right like, like first of all you'd like to I, have them like, yes I'd like to have them in for all games <laughs> but I, it, it's more the games like you know the home games where we struggle to break teams down we're away from home you know none of the none of the away performances were particularly bad while yeah. Selby was out what did we have Brentford away I know we didn't play well but we got the result that we had other injuries Blackburn away we played well enough Birmingham away I don't think you'd have played anyway yeah. Um and before Rich got injured, the magical four minutes like were shot all over them. Um, so I know what you mean, but I think we should move it away. From, like I don't think the transfer window is. or anything to do with it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about John Joe Shelby. Means, to go back to the original question, man, I can give you my answer, and then you can give me your, yours. give me the same one, Shelby. Um, like. I want to sign players this window because you always want this, the squad to get better. Like, what what football fan wouldn't want to sign players? Maybe maybe Watford's because the signs they've got like seven that strikers now. That wasn't the out. question though. The question wasn't what do we want. It was, no, it was do, do, we need, do we need. Do we need? So yeah, no. But, but my point is yes. Uh, no, well, I I don't think we don't think to achieve promotion. I don't think we need anyone else. It would be great and it would be more certain if like we're saying, Andros Townsend or James McCarthy came in, mm-hmm. and they're the two players who who are heavily linked. Um, might get both. Might get neither. Um, so I think with players coming back from the Afcon, you know, I hear quite a lot of people saying we need a striker, we need a striker. We've got we've got Murphy, the Rich and Gail. Now obviously the Rich and Gail are both injured, Gail and, and Mr. Rich so hopefully they should be both back. But you wouldn't you wouldn't have four four strikers, that would be that I mean, would be that, that's the thing,
3: what what level of striker are you gonna get if wants to be fourth yeah. choice? Yeah. Or or third choice for
1: example or or just, yeah, who's going to sign, what good player's going to sign to sit behind uh, I, Dwight Gill. Yeah, yeah.
2: And Murphy's justified his position as third-choice striker already, is not he? He's yeah. come in and he's scored a couple of goals and he's, he's played his part. That's that's all you need from a third-choice. You don't need another third-choice option in case Murphy <laughs> in case doesn't you know, score, like,
1: one game. Just anyway. for the maths, like... Just... Yeah. <laughs> um, aye. So, I mean, yeah, so, Ben, I was going to say, like... I think you're, you're right. Like, we've, we have
3: got a good enough team to get promotion, but it's just... <sighs> It's a gamble because I was dis I was really disappointed with a few of the games where we've we've just we've lacked any sort of um, creativity and I just think it's it's dangerous to just rely
2: on other teams being shit. Yeah. I think that's why the only thing we seem to be targeting is a winner. If we're going to sign any any one player, it's, it's someone like a Townsend or, because, that, or that, that, a that, That's, that, that's that, what we you made, need. The right
3: point was like one like you're not the John Joe Shelby's don't grow on trees like players like that you're not going to get <laughs> another player Ain't who's nobody. As, <laughs> as the song goes <laughs> you're not going to get anybody like John Joe Shelby um, for any sort of money that's not going to be like Fortune where you're potentially not going to they're not going to be starting so it's it's a mix I mean I think as I, as I said my original point and you just alluded to there we need to find players that are going to contribute in other areas so as you say the wide the wide positions Gufran all the plaudits he's, he's got this year and he's done well. He doesn't offer enough. He's not consistently offering enough on that left-hand side. where you constantly berate the left side for for just going through, just coasting through games doing fuck all other than trying to stop the other team from scoring down that way. Yeah. And it's you need that balance. We said it a number of times. Newcastle are always really strong on the right. Teams just go and stop that side playing. And it's just that you need that balance
1: to you then. Know, where so, where and that, so,
3: that'll, that'll open teams up because they, it's not as if they can just stop the right side from playing or stop John the Sherry's play, it's you funny. need to be more balanced
1: it's funny because I remember back in the day pre-podcast days when it was uh, Jonas and Jose Enrique when it was like it was the, le- the left side yeah, was yeah. just too good and then the, like, the right side was like Danny Guthrie and Danny Simpson which is right. <laughs> <The> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Taylor, yeah, Ryan Taylor. Um, so f- fair play for the club eventually getting it right <laughs> they the managed to drop the ball in the, the other area but um, you know France had a good season, Gufran as I'm now trying to get started but He's had a good season, but like like you say, he's he he's,
3: doesn't contribute enough creativity. Yeah, there he does isn't enough. contribute enough assists. He scored. He's chipped him some good goals. The same number of assists and goals as Matt Ritchie, but really, yeah. <laughs> he got some more assists. Was Matt Ritchie. I, so. I don't Ritchie. know. Well, that that's probably more detrimental to how bad Ritchie's been than
1: uh, no. Nah, the stats are really good. Um, I can't. Uh, you're right though. He's, I mean, he's been been really good, but like I suppose the the thing about the the left hand side is it's very it's dead solid. Not that many girls come, through, you know, down and. That, I can, I mean. see, I can see where it's coming from. Stop
3: teams from playing.
1: Yeah. But I don't think... Like, I mean, yeah, you know, you sign a Townsend or something. I don't see... I don't see that changing that much just because Townsend's in there so they, so they goof around. We, we, we all know the problems are further back. <laughs> no, terms.
3: but you, you say that at least... So, for example, a, a, town, a Townsend has the ability to beat players on his own. He's not relying on that wing the full back to make him space whereas someone like Richie probably hasn't got the pace to do it on his own whereas I think Townsend does he's got more trickery about him I think you saw enough games last season where he was like creating goals literally out of nothing
1: on his yeah, own he was and can I just say something on that Just the the Townsend crack and I know like, I'm going to disprove your point here because we're talking about it but it's, it's so tiresome like, the amount of polls articles tweets Facebook messages about fucking Andros Townsend mm-hmm. like it's just dominated if the, he the, doesn't come yeah well, he, he does do doesn't I know God, yeah. it's some of the she people doesn't. that like you know like every single day the Chronicle yeah. have got an update every single day the Sun the Express the Mirror like new development in the Andros Townsend case <laughs> now Crystal Palace want to sign someone else and it looks like they're signing Robbie Brady who plays on the wing so and it everyone, must mean Townsend yeah, yeah it's like everyone's like yeah. there's this big domino effect where it, it relies on Downing going to Fucking Palace. down one I'm gonna like. Is, is this where what we've come to was a football <laughs> club, where we're, we're relying on a Middlesbrough player who can't get on the fucking bench, and, like moving clubs so he can buy someone in the transfer window? But I suppose the point is the hysteria side. <coughs> and like we, I don't know about you, but I uh, always just tuned out of transfer windows in years gone by. I haven't got as annoyed as other people. It's been frustrating. Do yeah. you think it's like a bit of a scarred fan base mentality? Is that why everyone just gets in such a hissy fit, considering? If you look at the, the, the squad now, it's got Dwyer Gale to come back and it's got three players to come yeah. back from that from combinations. Yeah. We'll I go, think we've we'll made the point
2: that the squad's good enough for this season. And yeah, the, the only additions we could possibly make are ones that would help us next year in the Premier League, ones that can can be the start of, of building a Premier League squad. Because that's what Rafa's next job is, building a Premier League squad. Because you don't have a Premier League squad at the minute, yes, we'd probably fare okay against the bottom five, but that wouldn't be good enough for Rafa. Um, I think you're right. I think there's been... We've had some pretty dreadful transfer windows in the last five years and sometimes when we've desperately needed or had a chance to, to do something really positive, we've, we've made the right balls up of it. Um, I think the other thing is is the, is the how important getting promoted is this season. We're well, nine points clear a third, but <laughs> there's always going to be those, those people in our fan base that are worried until we've, we've got it certain. A, because we don't want to be stuck in the championship another season, but B, we don't want to lose Rafa. And everything hinges on us getting promoted, so I think people just want it to be as comfortable as possible. So signing players just always seems like a positive step, and if it seems like someone's stopping us from signing players, and because of the recent reports around Ashley getting involved, and so again, it's almost created a little bit of an atmosphere about it.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think I'd like to see a sign a player just so that Rafa gets what he wants. Yeah. You know, Lee Ryder and The Chronicle haven't helped with their inside crack. They keep saying... Rafa remains calm about the situation. It's like piss off. Yeah. What does that even mean? Like, <laughs> <What's> <laughs> what do you what do you expect me nice. to do? Panicking and then tell, <laughs> and telling you, um, and that's harsh because they're nice people who are the Chronicle. But um, I don't know. It would be nicest to see a sign someone just so we know that like everything's all right transfer wise. Yeah. Uh, you look at the signings of Doombeer and Facundo uh, you, you have to look at those signings and think. They were just made to like satisfy the fans. Yeah. There were people who were raging and then weren't raging when we signed them. Not everyone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've no idea who Doonby is, but at yeah. least we've bought a striker. Like,
1: supposedly. It soon spread that he was absolutely like pace 93 on FIFA and everyone was buzzing. It was like, right, we're saved. <laughs> we're, <laughs> FIFA. we're stopping up? Um, so I suppose that's the, the transfer window sorted to an extent, unless you think I've missed anything else, lads. Um,
3: as you said, it's just, it's just been a standard shite window, like, nothing's really happening. Nothing
1: happens at any good clubs. Yeah. And, all and the if top it does,
3: top exactly, it's, it's only teams in crisis that are, desperate, like, in desperate times that really do into business because of just the inflated fees and everything, I mean.
1: On a, on a totally unrelated note, not that I'm talking about a team in crisis, but I'd rather not sign anyone than sign a fat shit Julian Lescott, <laughs> who got released from Ike Athens. <laughs> four months into a one-year deal um, though Steven, I genuinely thought we'd re-sign Stephen Taylor the other day <laughs> it was actually Mike talking about it on the uh, the WhatsApp group Ipswich fan I would have taken him I still, I still think he could do a job Bonnet. on the bench um, to be fair Han, he's a good player he's definitely not a mistake as uh, someone said recently that's the transfer window done lads um, the FA Cup fourth fourth round this weekend against Oxford is this the round of 30, This is the round of thirty-two. Um, two games away from a quarter final, sigh. Mm-hmm. Big game, or do you think it's going to be another uh, very, you know? For first of all, do you think that we'll get through regardless? And second of all, would you be fussed if we didn't?
2: Oh, I'd be very disappointed if we went out of the FA Cup. Um, it's just I, I, I think we all agreed, especially when we went to the League Cup run and um, our league form picked up. And it seems to happen to a lot of teams when Sunderland went on that um. It's,
1: it's like now, isn't it, with the, with the win against Birmingham on a little unbeaten run. Yeah, yeah. Three wins in a row.
2: When Sunderland got to the um the League Cup final a few years ago, they were winning quite a lot of League Cup game uh, League games in and around it as well. The momentum's from this is is as long as you've got the squad to cope with it. The momentum you get from winning games just makes you win more games. It's just Um, confidence, isn't it? I think the other strange thing about this season and about Rafa's Newcastle is our away form. So Whereas in previous years, we've been an absolutely disgraceful away team and we just lose everywhere. And going to Brighton away, even when we were a Premier League club, was a hard game. Whereas now, we shouldn't really be travelling anywhere and worrying about, about not being dominant. So anything other than a win here would be really disappointing.
1: Yeah, from my point of view, it's just simple even if you're not going to the game this weekend I'm going to the game and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it it's like I'm counting down the days until I'm going to Senior Castle play but weekends when you don't play are rubbish aren't they yeah. just in general like, I know it's it's less likely in the championship but we, we should have been at Brighton this weekend that would be a different podcast yeah, um, yeah we should have been at Brighton um, so we wouldn't be because they, they got through anyway so it's just nice to have a game and something to talk about something to go to everyone's interested um, so you know I'm looking forward to it <laughs> Ben well, how good would you well do you think he'll put a, a similar do you think he'll hold the kids in or do you think we'll see a more of a rotated team than a than a weakened team?
3: Yeah, I mean he's 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 gonna have a mix. He's done it in every game all of the cup games so far, hasn't he? He's had a good mix of senior players um, mixed in with some some players that are on the fringes. Um, I can see some of this a couple of the youngsters getting a game. Um I doubt it will be that way Elmeni or whatever his name is. I don't think he'll probably get looking, But mm. obviously it's a shame that like, someone like Sterry's cup tied because I think it would have been a, a good a good game for someone like him to come in for. That baller, should, should, I think, should be involved at some point. Um, and I think, to be honest, you might, you might see one of the strikers, obviously, with Gael and out. Um, I mean, I know Goufran's been filling in there. So he might he might do that again, but it'd be nice to Perez see. Perez definitely gets a game it's as well. It'd be nice to see one of the younger strikers get a, get
1: a look in. Well, I hope not. <laughs> uh, no, not the start, but just in yeah, the squad. Oh, the squad, yeah. Like I think he, I think with the game I on, I think Gouffat, I think he'll probably yeah, start in front With the game on Wednesday against an informed QPR who play this weekend, um, he's gonna he's not gonna play Murphy. Yeah, I, do, I can't see him. For that game, him. I, thought. I think he'll play Shelby and Richie because because he tends like they're the kind of two. Stellar names he plays in the cup games, and then, like you say, I think we'll see possibly Callback's back. We might see Callback with Shelby. He um, might stick Caden in at right back or something like that, maybe. Maybe the rest Yedlin, and then we'll probably see one of Clog and Lacelles with Hanley. Um, maybe Hydora Lazar left wing, and like Sai says, possibly Perez. But a big, I mean, it's a big week coming up. I mean, we we, Reading play this weekend again. Leeds are playing tonight for some reason. Uh, Reading play this weekend and then they play Tuesday, so they have played three times since we last kicked the ball. And if they win all those three games, obviously we'll we'll rack up games in hand, and we'll have to remain calm. But I just think if we're if we could win both of these league games against QPR and Derby, that's promotion. It's done. You know that's would would what would take us on to, 60, 64 points, needing another twenty four points from seventeen games to go up, which like you know that's like mid would need to replicate the form of a lower mid table side for the rest of the season if we if we win these two league games coming up. So yeah. not that I want to not take the cup seriously. I'm like I travelled down to Birmingham and I'm travelling down to Oxford. So from a personal perspective I'm I'm very interested. I just think if we we'll go out and it's one of those ones again, particularly because I'm now planning on going to Brighton, <laughs> um <laughs> not that it matters I think for this game, but um I'd I'd rather lose than draw. I know that's a shit way of looking at it, but I, just less games. You know, I said the same against Birmingham and then listen Ten or a ticket, I'll happily take a place in the bar. Eighteen ninety-two is is now traditional for us in the cup games. Um, for for the Oxford replay, but I'd definitely rather rather draw uh, lose the game than than uh, than draw it because we just don't need that many games. We don't we don't need like hundred games in hand with everyone yeah. kicking off. Um, Sai, do you think do you think there is a chance on, on the opposition? Do you think Oxford are a good opponent opponent at uh, twelfth and lead one? Very good opponents. Um, <laughs> no, I mean
2: um, we'll speak to the the Oxford lads in a, in a bit. But um, I know nothing about Oxford. I have no idea if it's a, if it's a tough game or what. Uh, middle of League One, but that can only mean that it's the biggest game that they're going to have in in some time. Uh, you're always going to get the underdog syndrome in this kind of match, so will they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be they'll be up for it. And if we're playing a weekend team, there's every chance that can that can cause an upset, I'm sure. I mean, imagine if you're an Oxford United fan and a couple of years ago, I think they were in the conference or worse. I don't know how far down they were.
1: No, now, just, now, just the conference.
2: Yeah. And now they've got Rafa Benitez sitting in the dugout at the weekend. Like, it's just huh. such a huge occasion. Like Every one of their players is going to be up for it. So
1: you, you never know. It's not going to be a walkover for us by any means. Ben, do you give Oxford a chance? Do you think it'll be a piss game for us.
3: Um, I I don't give them a chance. I think with the thing that Raf has done in every game is he's he's picked a solid back four, so we're not gonna we're not gonna sort of be open and sort of run the risk of conceding a few goals. So we're gonna be in tight games and I mean it, I think they they try to play football. I mean the the team that seem to be they either score a lot or concede a lot. Um, they've had a couple of dodgy results recently. They shipped four uh, last weekend. We scored 4, four, no, oh,
1: really good four team. Yeah,
3: It was a <laughs> Oh, it was Rochdale. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I, was think, I was thinking. I was thinking. I had the game on my accumulator. Uh, for <laughs> so Rochdale, <still>, obviously. Aye, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, they're just obviously. I, I think they they've got nothing to lose, so they're they're going to be going for it. Um, but I just I just think we've, even our sort of reserve defence really solid, and then it's just about what we we can do creative uh, creatively. Um, and I think. We saw on um, um, last Wednesday in Birmingham, Gouffran uh, had a really good game. He um, looked really dangerous, and I think they're not going to have anyone that's going to be able to sort of stop our, our senior players. Um, so I, I can see it being a fairly cagey affair, but I, I think I can see we are winning it sort of
1: one 0 two one. Good. I hope you're right. And I mean, it's 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 just like isn't it just nice to be talking about cups and. Mm cup runs and games and draws like yeah. it's just so I'm so. Sure,
2: I'm sure this time last year we we'll had to organise some sort of couples weekend because it was FA <laughs> F- F- Cup fourth round and we we'll had a weekend off
1: never again we'll play, we'll play, we'll play Norwich away on uh, Valentine's night <laughs> Just uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough sell <laughs> for me to <laughs> like. <laughs> so <laughs> darling you've always wanted to go
3: to there's Norwich, a,
1: there's right? a there's a cracking restaurant you know really good reviews on TripAdvisor 400 miles away um, and <laughs> We could stay the night but, but since we're down there probably may as well go to the match. <laughs> um but yeah. I've got no, I just I've got your tickets to a show. <laughs> it's a surprise though. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's the coup, but nicely talking about cup football and there's nothing more I have put this out on Twitter and some people were like, you know, they want the team in the round the 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 cup next round at home. Like that's fine, I want my new at home. I just want that like one game this season where we're the underdogs at home, and the crowd get up for it in a proper way, like Spurs at home last season.
2: Rafa against Rafa against against Mourinho, Rafa
1: against Man United. You know that would be absolutely mint. I'd really, really enjoy that. Um, But we've got a job to do against Oxford first. Um, and I, people keep saying this, you know, a lot, a lot of it's kind of a little bit trying to do the team down. And you were saying, "I would, we don't have a Premier League team." I think, I think this, I think our full, full strength first team is 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 more than good enough for the moment I was to compete going to say in the Premier
3: what, like, What's that based on? Like, what do you count as a Premier League team? Are you counting from 14th up is your justification for Premier League team? because we'll there's the, a lot no, no, I'm not saying, you're oh, saying these people. Like how do they? Uh, yeah. Well, we,
1: what I, look, I look at a team like Watford because I was going to say like there's plenty, there's plenty and of things. And think how many teams. of those, how many of those players, what are, what say, but, but I But bear in mind we've got a far superior manager to all of the Premier League teams. I, I can't, you know, well I say I wouldn't say far superior than, than the lads at the top of the league, but superior. Um, you know, I, I look at I look at the likes of John Joe Shelby and even Dwight Gale and, and Matt Ritchie and Kieran Clark and, and Carl Dallow um, and people like that, and, and I think you know what? There's there's not many. The, certainly, the bottom half of the Premier League. Mm. There's, there's, there's very few players I would take ahead of, ahead of those, 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 lads there. They're at that level. Yeah,
2: level there. My, my, point was, Rafa's still got a job in the summer to build a team that will, will oh, do, as, we as, do as well people. as it can. Do exactly. yeah. you want to
3: be ahead of these, these teams? I think yeah. that's, that's what you're saying there. Is right, Doug, in that you wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to swap those players. I think they're at that level. So you, you say Watford, for example, Aurelio Gomez. I'm not sure I'd be. Sort of desperate to swap him for Darlow. I think no, no, that's a good be, example. Not, not even <laughs> close. They're good, they're, they're like he's a, he's a a good he's at that good level. So I think there's plenty there's plenty of teams. And as well, it's not just about individuals. I guess as well, it's it's how the team plays as a whole. I mean, you look at Bournemouth, as you say, they've got no outstanding individuals really, other than obviously Wilshere's on loan or whatever. But they they play Ferdy Howe in his style and they play very good football. Mm. Um. It's just it's a it's a hard one to say we're not we're not
1: good enough for the Premier League because you, yeah it's just what's up. It's just game? it's just one of those things like we come straight back down like no we wouldn't have it I'm gonna talk about the Premier I mean, League the, relegation. The, fa- the like fact this. that
3: you've got a Sunderland team that are literally like they're, they're just they've sucked like, off. They've sacked they're them like off. Everton
1: from 2005, but with now, all of Everton's players who were injury prone then, <laughs> who are now more injury prone, and I know all older and fatter <laughs> that's like Sunderland 2017 and and they're still like in with a shout yeah. that's how well, ridiculous is. it is yeah. that's how ridiculous it is like they're still not cut You're, like that team should be cut adrift we'll, we'll come on to the Premier League in a second <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves um, the, just on Darlow I saw that, like there's, there's a very very small very small but does exist like anti-Darlow group really like people who think he's rubbish and, <laughs> uh, like their favourite. is their, it Rob Rob Elliott's fan club <laughs> is it well the favorite thing to say is if that had been cells like well well it wasn't um he made the save after yeah. he messed up like if that had been cells, that wouldn't have happened the ball would have probably gone dead you know between the box and the corner flag because he'd been rooted to his line um like <laughs> even though darlow came and didn't get the ball at least he came. And I don't wanna just dig out cells but I think I think Dollar's mint. Like he's yeah. he's his kicking is I don't, way better I don't, he's,
2: he's I don't think Darlow Do- makes that save if Kieran Clark doesn't completely yeah, wipe him out yeah. but still <laughs> it was class.
3: No, yeah. he's done a few I mean Forrest away, those two penalty saves, like yeah. he's 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 developed into a really good keeper and I think the confidence of, of getting the games and i I mean I think the Elliott injuries helped him a lot. because yeah. I don't know that he would have got in ahead of him but he he's he's, he's taking his chance and he's he's earned it. And he's, he's more than proven himself. Yeah, of course yeah. he has, and I I think
1: now it's he's the number one. It's it's his to lose. Um, I don't think. I think it's only the the two Blackburn games, he's lost this season. Really. Because cells played. The first. Yeah, the first games. Um, first ten. When we lost. Forest away, but you can't even attribute well, that he, to a yeah. defeat. Um. <laughs> So it's only Blackburn who be, get past <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um if we even, Has he even drawn any? Uh, I'm serious. His, his win yeah. record, Caldado's win record this season must be I'll have to look at something put it on Twitter. Yeah, it must be absolutely phenomenal. Um, just quickly as well, a couple of comments on, on the Chronicle social media feeds today. Like They love doing this. They, they, they would argue it like, it's called getting balanced, but people like, they were saying like, we've discussed with Dave Morton, who's actually a, like kind of friends with us, or well, got a good flags, he's, he's a good lad. So they all are at the Chronicle, but they were like, oh, would you take second place? We discussed this in the half-season podcast, and we did the Twitter poll, which a lot of you will have voted in, which like 67% said you weren't fussed about being champions. Uh, you just want to get promoted, which is definitely my line of thinking. And, and there's loads of people tweeting the Chronicle, and the Chronicle then retweeting them, or like putting in the article saying, Brighton are better, um, Brighton have been more consistent, and it's like more consistent. They've got two more points somewhere, and they, and they, they I don't, I don't recall them like having a game where they had two players sent off. Mm-hmm. Wrongly. Um <laughs> it would be above them, like, you know, if that hadn't happened. It's all if bits and buts and maybes, but I'm really looking forward to the game against them. I think I'm going to go if that gets moved, uh, my head will explode. <laughs> if I book transport and accommodation for that and it gets moved, because uh, <laughs> we'll have to have an FA Cup fifth round replay when we draw with Man new at home. <laughs> um, but. You know, let's that's, that's just wait and see at the end of the season. And you know, I just do. I I I've watched Brighton quite a, li- a bit recently. You know, they have the same problems that we do against the likes of um, who did they play the night? Chef Wed. That game for them against Chef Wed. Uh, I, Cardiff last night. You know, I can't I can't see any any differences between when we play Chef Wed. Yeah, Chef Wed had not, chances. They're, Chef Wed. They're not.
3: They're, that's the thing. All these people are just looking at the results and they're just saying, "Oh, Brighton have won again. That's yeah. so good." If you watch their games, I mean, as you say, they've been on Sky a couple of times recently. They're, they're not a good team. They've got one or two individuals. I mean, not got fair play to them. He's a brilliant player. And obviously, someone we've been linked with a couple of times in the past. Um, he's so important to them that without a feed, if anything happened to him, for example, they'd really struggle. I mean, they've got a lot of players that... I mean, the best striker from last season doesn't even get a game now. That like him, he's, he's like a big part player. I mean obviously they've got Glenn Murray um, and Baldock, yeah. In Baldock, but Baldock's come out of nowhere really. Like he's just only started playing this season. You think, Is is he that good a player? Like he's he's fast and obviously he plays he plays a certain role for that team, but there's no way he's like a standout player in this division. You just think that they're solid at the back. They've obviously got um <laughs> Shane Duffy, uh, who has had some opposite mares this season, and Lewis Dunk, who's a player that we've been linked with, but you, you wouldn't say man for man that they're Anything like much more superior than what
1: we've they're, got. They're a good team. Like the fact that they're they're they're, they're so good. I think at bri- I think they're built very similar to is... us in that
3: they've got a solid solid back four, um, and they, they they've got obviously that sort of one standout player, and then they've got a goal scorer. And I think
1: the the the, the biggest thing you could say is the two teams are very similar. Um, but yeah, there's there's certainly nothing to fear. There. so I mean they've got um. Huddersfield next and it's a tough one because it, the, the standard reaction of Newcastle fans is like oh you know come on uh, come on come on whoever's playing Brighton but yeah. I wasn't that good at that Brighton B, Chef Wed, because we moved three further points yeah. out of Chef Wedd, who, yeah. who would have gone into third place with a win and it's the same when they play Huddersfield yeah probably rather it was a draw but out of the two of them it's 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 my dream this year apart from winning the FA Cup <laughs> is, is to see Newcastle line up in the Premier League in August with Rafa Benitez as his manager, that's that's all I'm interested in. I'll you know I'll, I can live without us lifting the trophy. I just want I just want to get promoted. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not too fussed if if Brighton do the business over. I think they've got Huddersfield and Brentford or someone like that. But you know if Brighton beat Huddersfield, great when Brighton play Leeds and they beat them great. They're doing us a favour um, long term. I think that just about does it in terms of the preview. Uh, we've got a new feature. This week, which is uh, basically a 60-second segment. But now I was going to do, but you were you were getting in your groove there <laughs> about the Premier League relegation battle. I put a I put a uh, vote out on Twitter, which was you know what would you rather us talk about? And it was between pundits calling Wayne Rooney underrated, which is the most laughable thing I've ever heard. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do it. Um, the Premier League relegation battle, Aston Villa's d- demise, which I was hoping was going to win, but never mind, didn't. So I can't I can't deliver that one. Um, and something just, else
3: Just go back to any of our podcasts last season For that that's one it.
1: really Yeah Yeah that would be great I mean the, If anyone Well by the way Most of the away fans That come on this podcast Are sourced by you The listeners So that's like I'm dead grateful That's really helpful um, You know Often I put a tweet out And then people are kind of get in touch with friends Or, or stuff like that So thanks for that You're absolutely legends Don't even dare Try and get an asking For the fans For this podcast <laughs> i not having any of those. We've, we've, we've got our, our very own one, Hughie, Is he still playing <laughs> to a Villa fan? Like, seeing he's not a Man U fan. Yeah. Pep and B-teams. Was it a close vote? I mean, you know, 250 votes cast. Pep and B-teams, 28. Aston Villa, 30. Premier League relegation, 34%. So that's what we're going to go with. Ben, do you want to talk through it within 60 seconds? You've got it. I'm going to cut you off after 60 seconds. So, when would you like to start and talk us through how you see the Premier League relegation battle? I'll Ricky. start now. Three, two, one go.
3: So the Macrims and Hull are definitely down. it's a toss up <laughs> between uh Palace and Swansea. Um obviously massive result for Swansea at the weekend, getting three points there. Um I think it's just gonna be down to whether Aladdice can can get the players playing in his mould at, at Palace. I think he's had a really bad start. Um and the, the look it's it's getting desperation time. The fact that the players that if you've already mentioned they're getting linked with. Stuart Downing for fuck's sake, if he's gonna be your saviour <laughs> Like God help you, is. but um, I, I just I don't get what he, why he's trying to get out of Townsend. It's mental. Um, a player that he's been starting, that started to get the best out of Benteke. So no idea what Aladice is doing. I think he might be trying to get relegated. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's he's probably got some sort of like package still with Sunderland where if he he gets his next job down or something he's like ten million. But yeah, I think to be honest at the minute um, I, I could see Palace really struggling. I think they've got obviously Benteki, score goals. But I, I just, I think that they're, they're struggling.
1: One minute exactly, one minute and nine, and ninth. Well, that was only really because you it, took ages to press the button. One minute exactly, well done. Um, I might just have me saying Villa. <laughs> I kind of, <laughs> I kind of yeah. pr- prepared that pool thinking everyone would want to hear, but maybe if it's not what the listeners want, okay, then wait,
2: if it's one minute, I'm getting your, set yourself away.
1: Go on. Right here we go. are You reading from it? A... No, I'm not. He's, he's, Aston Austin fucking Villa, right? <laughs> what an absolute piss take of a club. First of all... First of all... Have you seen the players they're signing? They're signing like... It's like a collection of... Of shit championship players... They're signing Ross McCormack... They're signing the lad from Bristol City... Who's been useless... All of their fans pre-season... Have you seen all the tweets... Everyone's like... Bringing them back up... Hilarious... Like... Our strike force is shit... Our, our strike force has scored... 39 goals between them... Including Perez... Their strike force has scored... Something like 11... The bloke... Tony here Doesn't know what he's doing... It's absolutely hilarious... Did you say he's absolutely ridiculous... Crack the damn He was like... plus 95% writing equations. All Aston Villa fans (laughs) are getting excited. All they seem to be any good at is buying and collecting shit championship players. Steve Bruce is feeling the pressure. The Ross McCormack thing is absolutely hilarious. What a a man. My my favourite player now, Ross McCormack, ever. Well done. I couldn't have chosen a better (laughs) way to disrespect that fucking useless, terrible club, Aston Villa. I'm so pleased they go nowhere. And you know what? They've bought 10th place in the league and they deserve it. Good luck with them. That's it. That's it. In and 60 just seconds.
3: just mention the, the kebab shop meltdown? No, we'll how about 60
1: seconds, Ben? Precie. It doesn't work unless <laughs> we do that.
2: Uh, Dog has been preparing that one in front of the mirror all day.
1: <laughs> Turn it down in one minute. Whoa, oh, whoa, what a save. What a mess Alright, well, that's some live comedy from Ben there on uh, Southampton Liverpool. Okay, that does it, I think, from us lot. Uh, because it's just me going on Saturday, the post. i not getting a shout? Is I not getting a show. He's not at his minute. Oh no, I was only supposed time. to do one, it just wow. made me greedy. It's um, a good shot
2: next week, we can all take one.
1: Right, we'll get that sort <laughs> of next week. But anyway, next week's podcast, as I was saying before in interrupted. was um, Sunday night, so keep your diaries free, you used to. Uh, not that you have anything to do anyway. Um, this Sunday, yeah, this Sunday, this Sunday, this Sunday <laughs> where I'll talk Oxford in the Cup, and we've got QPR fan coming on. Uh, to talk about the game on Wednesday against against them at our place. And following this, there'll be two, the two Oxford fans who've, who've uh, kindly decided to come on, so don't stop listening yet. And just the usual shout-out to everybody who listens, we really appreciate it. It's the reason we we'll do it. And we will be speaking to you, hopefully, with Newcastle in the hat for the fifth round on Sunday night. Thank you. Thanks, Side, Here's your shout-out. <laughs> Cheers. We are joined now uh, on the line by George from the NTT20 podcast, Football League podcast out there for anyone who's interested. George, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us as uh, one of this week's Oxford fan. Um, I suppose first question, are you going to the game on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. Um, it's sold out pretty quickly. Uh, I'll see to have at the least. I'm not sure if you, you guys have sold out yet, but um, yeah, I'll be there. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we um so our our game controversially is always sold out on 60 points, which is a lot. So you've you had to have attended at least 60 away games to get a ticket. So high demand. Just just the proper fans. that will infuriate <laughs> loads of people. Don't even start. <laughs> um, um, but I fully agree. I'll be there. <laughs> um, Good stuff. So I look at the table now. Um, you guys are. 12th in League 1 uh, on, You know 5th 4th round of the FA Cup is, is it fair to say This has been a good season So far for Oxford
4: Yeah it's been alright um, We played very well We have got a decent squad We went up last season From League 2 uh, I think there's a bit of Frustration around the club That um, we should probably Be a bit higher in the league uh, We've thrown away some, some, some games Where we haven't Performed against worse teams We lost to uh, Northampton at home They sat their manager we lost AS Wimbledon a couple of weeks ago, 2-1, and we've beaten some really good teams. We've beaten Bolton, who at the top end, beat Rochdale last weekend 4-0, after they'd won 10 games on the bounce. Um, so whilst it's definitely good, but we're, you know, we're safe, um, I think there's a feeling around the club that, that we could be doing a bit better. Obviously, getting to the fourth round of the cup is, is good, and beating Rotherham away in the last round was a good effort. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, it's not great. I think there's, there's room for improvement still.
1: And how, how do you see it long term for Oxford United? Um, this tie has evoked quite a lot of memories from Mags, a bit older than, than me and Cy, si, um, yeah. about about when Newcastle and Oxford used to meet quite regularly at the bottom end of Division 1, which is now the Premier League. Yeah. Is, yeah. Wh- what, where is Oxford's natural position in the football pyramid? Do you think you've been underachieving for years? Do you think you're maybe a, a championship club in waiting?
4: Yeah, I think we've definitely been underachieving. I mean, I've been to go and watch us at places like Lewis and, yeah. and Histon in the, in the conference a couple of years ago, which was well, five years ago, which wasn't great. Um, I think probably top end of League One, kind of bottom end championships, probably about our our level. Um, our ground's only got 12,500. So I think in, in kind of the modern day, it's going to be tricky to be self sufficient with, with that, even if we were selling out. Um, obviously, we've only got three stands, so there's room, room to grow. Um, but certainly, I, th- I think naturally if you spend too long down in the doldrums of, of the, I mean, the football league or the ESL, your, your, your position starts to, to shrink a bit. And uh, whilst you've definitely got the fan base and the potential to, to kind of be a consistent championship club, I think now, now we're really seeing us coming back to being where we belong uh, in, in, in the kind of English football pyramid.
1: Interesting. And so I suppose you had a little bit of a cup run last year as well, if I remember. Uh, is is the cup now a priority now? You, as you mentioned that you are safe for League One.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, i feel feeling you know there's a hope amongst the kind of management at the club that maybe if we string shooting in the league, we will be able to get there. Um, but we've got a really good cup record. We got to the final of the uh, JPT last season, uh, losing to Barnsley, knocking out Millwall on the way. We beat Swansea in the FA Cup last season at home um, in the third round. Uh, so we've got a good kind of cup pedigree we knocked out Birmingham from the NFL Cup earlier this season um, but it comes at quite a weird time because we, we're playing Swindon on, on the Sunday after our games the week after are our kind of big rivals so I mean, these are probably our two biggest games of the season one in the Cup uh, and one in the League so uh, the next two weeks are going to be pretty big
1: for Oxford going forward for the rest of the season and dictating just how successful the season is yeah sounds it sounds it um I know that this is a bit of a patronising question but what, what would you prefer <laughs> w- win or a draw like would, would your I mean it sounds like you've had some good days some good days out there particularly at Wembley but would, um, yeah. would, you, would, your, would your fan base do you think and the club themselves fancy a drawback at St James or do you think now get me in the next round we'll see we'll I beat think, I think play. generally we'd, we'd want to win
4: um, I think mainly because <laughs> most people have jobs and getting up to huh. Castle on a Tuesday night would be quite tricky and getting
1: back down on Wednesday um. I personally would absolutely love to, uh, I actually said before the draw that um, Newcastle away would be my, my preferred draw oh, right. um, so I was pretty gutted when, uh, when, we, to, when
4: we got home draw um, but I think yeah, going through to the next round would, would be ideal I think there's a feeling that we can do it as well um, uh, I, I've seen Rafa in the press maybe saying that you're not going to play your strongest team uh, which is exciting for us as I say we've, we've knocked out some decent teams in the cup in the past couple of years, so we've got pedigree of a history of doing so. So um, I think I think we take the win now.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of talked about that, this just before coming on air with you, and you there probably be never be a better time to beat us in terms if we've got three players away at the Afcon who are all staying there, yeah. who've all progressed. Dwight Gale's out injured. Not that I think he'd have played anyway, but it also Mitrovic is injured. Um, in the last round against Birmingham, he actually rested Daryl Murphy, which I never thought I'd ever hear any <laughs> Newcastle yeah. fans saying that Daryl Murphy's being rested, and that that was for that was for Rotherham at home. Um, so we've got yeah. some tough games coming up, but I mean, uh, not, that's not not that I think we're, we're not going to win or put put a good team out, a team available competing, but it's certainly um, not as strong a team as as maybe you, you might have faced. Um, in other circumstances, and you've just said there yeah, that you think you've got a chance, and certainly the cup pedig- pedigree you've described suggests that you've got a chance. Uh, how do you see it going? Come, you know, five o'clock Saturday evening. What's your realistic prediction? Well, I think I think if if you guys turn up, you'll win. I mean, I'm, I'm not
4: I'm not stupid enough not to realise that you're definitely the better team. But we've seen, I think, Swansea game last year. There was an air of complacency when they came. I mean, they played a decent enough team wasn't their first team? They played a like lot Gomez and, um, and Shelby obviously started for him, I, mean, I think it was his last game for Swansea before, before moving to you guys. And they came in, and, and you can see they weren't really taking it too seriously. And we ended up uh, beating 3-2 but it could have been a lot more. We completely outplayed them. And then you know, on Blackburn on the other hand in the next round who are obviously a much poorer team came up did a very professional job and I completely dominated the game. And obviously if you guys come in with that mentality you'll beat us. But as I said um, we play better against teams who play good football against us. Uh, lots of our players have come from Premier League academies, so they've very good technical players. have got a very good pitch as well. So, uh, if if you're the kind of team who are going to come on to us and, and you know we struggle against teams who sit back, and I think when, when Newcastle bring the game to us, it should suit us. Uh, a couple of players we looking forward to seeing, uh, John Joe Shelby, namely because he was just absolutely terrible in that in um, that Swansea game, and he got very irate with our crowd for yeah. for kind of mocking his uh, his tendency to shoot from 45 yards every time I got the ball, uh,
1: and
4: also uh, and Matt Ritchie as well. Um, who is an ex findon player? Who uh, we did a double over them, and he was playing from under the canjo and uh,
1: and he ended up pushing our ball boy over in front of our <laughs> in front of our east stand uh, when we, when we were winning the game. So I you think know, they'll both get a free to reception. That's well, funny because Richie for us just that that just doesn't sound like him at all. No. That's really weird. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know it's basically because we were tuning it up and our ball boy wasn't giving the ball back to him alright <laughs> so push. Richie grabbed it and then pushed him uh, and he fell over the hoarding got yellow on. <laughs> um, yeah Sh- Shelby will probably definitely play because he's so important to the side and he's played every we got to the quarter final in the League Cup um, yeah. and he played you know we played weakened teams there but then he he played the likes of Shelby and Richie almost as like you two plus one of the centre backs are the kind of three leaders today the, you know the rest of the, the teams just kind of you know made up yeah, from, yeah. from squad players but It'll certainly be interesting. I'm really looking forward to coming down. It'll be my first time in, in Oxford as a city, and um, good stuff. as the ground I'm staying in the hotel right next to the ground, which is very handy as well. Um, Great, always good. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I, think, I, I, I think that show that it's to look out for. For you know, I think lots of Newcastle fans
4: are probably going to the game. Not think there's much to kind of look out for, but I think that even though it's just all Oxford, I think Shelby will definitely remember last season. He'll be coming and wanting to uh, to shut few people up. So, so I'm sure I think I think they'll probably have a better game this time round than
1: we did last year well I hope you're right um, George we really appreciate you coming on and you know best of luck for the rest of the season and we we'll hope you enjoy it on Saturday no worries and cheers cheers thanks very much there to George really really good insight as per every single fan we've had on this season from opposition teams has been spot on and like we do every week uh, we're trying and get more than one opinion uh, for the opposition so we're just about to be joined by Will, Oxford United fan uh, his chat is coming up next maybe in the future I might start getting people on together it'd be easier than you haven't to listened to this twice but it's interesting nonetheless uh, so here is Will, Oxford fan that jumps in um, with me asking him where this game ranks within their season We're joined now by uh, another Oxford fan uh, Will, Will thanks for joining us on the show Really, really good to have you here my first Sorry. question to you is: um, Oxford line, what is it? Twelfth in League One under Michael Ableton. Ableton? How's the season going so far?
5: Um, yeah, it's it's all right. Um, I think we could have done better. Uh, it's been very inconsistent, but I think we've only really just got promoted at the end of the day, so I think you kind of got to be happy with you know where we are, and if we can have a little push towards the end of the season then. Yeah, it'll be good.
1: Was it? Was that always the aim this season to step? Or did you come up thinking we we're better than a lot of the teams in this league?
5: <sighs> to be honest, I think we 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 all kind of expected to finish mid-table at least. I mean, we've got a pretty good squad. I think we showed that the last couple of couple of years. We've beaten teams in the Championship, and when we were in League One, uh, when we were in League Two, beaten teams from League One. So I think we kind of knew. We were as good as most of the teams in the league, so I think um, just the inconsistency, some of the some of the games have cost us, but you know we've got a young squad, so I think we've done pretty well.
1: Yeah, and how does uh, how does the FA Cup rank for you now? Is it is this the most important game of your season, or is it very much just a bonus? I no, I think
4: it's still the I think it's the most important. You know, I think it's a massive
5: game. Newcastle are coming. A massive team to play at home, so I think it's got to be the biggest game of the season now. We're not, I can't see us getting relegated, and you know, unless we get into the playoff spaces, then you know, it's probably the biggest game left, to be honest.
1: Yeah, are you going to the match on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, good match. Um, got a few of us going, Champion. yeah. I'm, I'm coming down looking forward to it. First time in Oxford, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: You, um need to bring some drinks on the way down so there's uh, nowhere to drink around the ground
1: oh it's right. <laughs> a uh, nightmare yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, uh, it's a bit rubbish really and, but, and um, any
5: recommendations
1: uh, recommendations for away fans in, in the city itself um, in, the, in the city itself you can
5: go anywhere there's loads of places but you know it'll be Saturday so it'll be open so there's a couple of weather spoons you can go to and a few places nearer the ground I think um, there's a pub called the Catherine Wheel that way fans can go to so um and you get a bit closer yeah but actually at the ground except there is is a volplex you know so it's not particularly great
1: fair enough that's good information thanks and you, you have a bit of a cup pedigree in terms of your exploits last season um you know you seem to do all right in the cup competitions and do you think do you, do you give yourselves a, a shot this weekend do you think you can um pull a bit of an upset it all depends on on what team
5: Newcastle play to be honest you know if, if they play some play some youngsters and some of the reserves then I can't see any reason why not but you know if they come out with you know full strength then it's going to be pretty hard I think um, I mean do you know do you have any any guesses
1: on what team he's going to play? Do you think he'll yeah. weaken it, or do you think he'll get full strength? It's it will it'll be weakened, but uh I don't I don't know if if weakened's the right word. It'll be rotated. Um, yeah. there'll be some players who, who you know normally wouldn't play in a league game, but there'll be there'll still be f- probably four to five you know cast iron. John Joe Shelby will play. Um, who's mm. massive for us. Um, <laughs> he's got history at your place as well. Yeah, the funny one actually
5: because um. He was he was playing with Swansea when they came down last season and was completely useless if I'm <laughs> honest. Was just you know I think it might have been his last game before he went. Yeah. Because I think um you know once we heard he went for 12 million you know after that game we thought you know, it's crazy
1: but he's obviously done a lot better since he's got to Newcastle. But yeah, yeah yes massive player. I mean he's he's a different kind of player for us. He plays a lot further back than I think he did at Swansea. Yeah. Um, he kind of plays sometimes too far back, kind of between the back two spraying balls. But um, you know, he he's massive for us. Matt Ritchie will probably play. Um, no, so That's another one with a bit of history. <laughs> yeah, we've just been here in X. Is uh, he X Swindon? Was it or X Swindon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a fight with a ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll we we'll put a strong team out. I mean, we we played Birmingham the last round um, and 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 beat them quite easily in the replay. But it you know. He played three teenagers. I don't know whether he'll put, he'll go that far and bring in bringing you know teenagers who've never been on the bench before, but mm-hmm. you know there's certainly still players missing for the African Cup of Nations, which is problematic. So we'll yeah. see. I, th- I mean, I think uh, I back Newcastle to win because I don't. We well, haven't lost a cup game yet. and Benitez went out a Hull in the quarterfinals of the League Cup on pens, but he's he's a kind of a cup manager. People yeah. should perceive him as that, but. It's a lot of Newcastle fans are really ex- excited for the game. Um, we could do without a replay. I don't know about you. I mean, a replay would probably be quite good for you, but
5: yeah. Well, to be honest, as much as you know, I'd love to win, but for a club the size of Oxford, a replay at St James's Park would, you know, financially would, you know, keep you know keep us afloat for the season. So in some ways, that would be the best result for us. But you know, you always want to go out and win, don't you? At the end of the day, and um, I think. You know, I think it's gonna be a good game to be honest. Oxford play quite nice football, I think I think Newcastle will come and give it a go. I think both teams will be wanting to win it. So you know, I think it'll be yeah, it'll be good. There was there was a player actually, he was from Newcastle playing um, for Coventry earlier in the season, when I went went up to Coventry and then when they came back. Um they're right back.
1: Yeah, so, Jamie Jamie's Sturry.
5: I thought he looked quite good, especially when we were up there. I mean he, I saw that he's gone back to Newcastle, Do you think he'll
1: He'll play again. Well, yeah, he he's cup tied for for this one. That I think be, yeah. I think if he wasn't, he'd have definitely played. Um, but yeah, I mean, Vernon. We've got two right backs: uh, DeAndre Edlin, who's very good, and Vernon Anita. Anita's now probably out for the season. That's why they brought Stary back. So he'll definitely. Rafa be. loves the rotation as well, so he'll definitely play. And he, before he went on loan to Coventry, he played in the League Cup, and and, and looked mm. really accomplished. So yeah, it's, it's a good spot by you that, because I think he's definitely got a. A future at the club. He signed a new contract last year, long-term contract. So there's a few yeah. young players who, who who are coming through, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so that what
5: so that Yedlin's going to be playing because I, I saw him on um I saw him when he was playing for Sunderland and wow, he's rapid,
1: absolutely I, rapid. Yeah, he's been playing for Sunderland. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he, he'll play because we don't have any other options at right back. He He's a really good player. He's got a he just needs to add a bit of end product to his game because, he's, like you say, he's brilliant at getting in those positions in behind the back four. It's then delivering the right ball, but he, he, he got an assist on Saturday against Rotherham, so hopefully that uh, bodes well for the future. How about yourselves? Anyone that Newcastle fans should be wary of? Any particular um, players on your side who are important to you? Um,
5: a few. We've got um, a, a winger called Marvin Johnson, who's pretty rapid. I think um, he might cause you some problems and. Chris Maguire He's got a wicked free kick So that's the kind of he, At the start of the season When we weren't playing particularly well Or we weren't getting results We were literally relying on Chris Maguire To you know get free kicks and penalties And win the game for us right, So, so he's, he's pretty lethal on his pace But um, You know, all, you know it's, it, it's more of a team thing really You know They play a lot of Short passing And a lot of you know, quick play. So it kind of goes right away from the back. So I think I think you'll probably be quite surprised how how you know good Oxford play. You know, how n- nice football. Um, play a lot of short part. It's not like when you come down to the lower league and you just get you know huffed around the park for ninety minutes. It's um, they play pretty good football.
1: So interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's not just down the lower leagues most teams we've played this season have played pretty long ball. Direct football In the championship I don't know whether That's something to do Against us in particular But um, We don't really play Any football I think Reading and Brighton Are probably the only sides I'd say so far Who've, who've been football sides
5: mm. I think It's probably that. Yeah I mean we got it a lot Last season And we were the, One of the best teams In league Two. And so everyone That was coming to The Cassan Was just playing long ball And just You know Trying to You know Not even try and play Against us Because when they did They knew they'd lose So Yeah I think that's just Part of the issue Of being
1: you near know, the top of the league Isn't it Yeah Definitely Well Will thanks very much Really appreciate you coming on And we hope you enjoy The rest of the season You have a, a good day Saturday And you know You never know You might get that replay And we'll We'll give you we'll a shout yeah. uh, <laughs> Before the game at yeah, St James' I've Park Yeah already, I've, already, I've already Been up a couple of times All oh, right I've right already past To
5: Scotland So it's, yeah It's cracking ground So I'd like to go again So Spot you know,
1: on.
5: Hope, Hopefully we'll win But you know I'll take a draw
1: Yeah All right, Will, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. All right,
4: mate. Cheers.